This is The Book of Life, a podcast that uncovers life lessons from Judaism's most important book, helping you power your day with purpose. Here is Ruchi Koval. On February 10th, 2013, a luxury cruise ship experienced an engine room fire caused by a fuel leak and was stranded in the Gulf of Mexico for days, operating on emergency generator power. The ship lost electricity, air conditioning, and functioning toilets for days, running out of food and water. Over 3,000 passengers and 1,000 crew members faced unsafe conditions until the ship finally docked in Alabama several days later. I remember watching the news that day, and one eyewitness said something I've never forgotten. Everyone on the ship either turned into an angel or an animal. What she meant is that people either panicked and froze, hoarding food and going into self-protective mode, or their higher self emerged and they became selfless heroes, offering their food rations to others and dragging mattresses on deck for the elderly. The reason this stuck with me is because it really got me thinking. According to Jewish wisdom, a human being contains aspects of both angel and animal within us. On the one hand, each human being has a spark of the divine, a spark of God within us. That spark is called our neshama, our soul. That's our angel side. On the other hand, we each also have an animal body that demands attention. Physically, we are members of the animal kingdom. We are wired to eat, procreate, and defend ourselves and our young against predators, just like any other animal. In many ways, the struggle of living is the struggle between these two opposing forces within us, angel and animal. That was the struggle of those on the cruise ship and of anyone in a stressful and scary situation. Which side emerges? animal, or angel. But the very crux of that struggle proves that we are neither animal nor angel. And the reason I say this is because human beings have something unique that neither of those other beings have, free will. Animals do not have significant moral choice. They are mainly wired by instinct and biology. Of course, animals have empathy and love, but they do not grapple with their meaning and purpose in this world, nor do they struggle with whether to do the right thing. My dog gladly ate several pairs of Uggs with nary a trace of guilt, but I loved him anyway. Angels are basically spiritual AI, kind of like ethereal robots. God programs them to do certain tasks, and they do them. When I tell Siri to call one of my contacts, she doesn't say, I don't know, Rochi, are you sure you want to call this person? I mean, last week's phone call didn't go very well. Although she does sometimes sermonize that I'm putting too many things on my calendar. You have seven conflicting events. Shall I schedule anyway? Yes, Siri, schedule anyway. Siri does what she's programmed to do, and even her personality and humor are pre-programmed. Similarly, Angels are programmed to do their tasks, and they don't choose or struggle or feel envious of anyone else's tasks. A human being's free will means that we are constantly 
choosing. Rabbi Eliyahu Eliezer Dessler, rabbi, scholar, and philosopher of the 20th century, taught about this concept of free will. He compared free will to the frontier on a battlefield. Each person, he stated, has a point of free will which includes only the areas in which he struggles. There are some struggles we don't have because they are too hard for us and thus completely out of our league. For instance, should I wake up this morning and run a marathon? Answer, no, and I have never struggled with that choice because the most I've ever run is three miles and even that was a stretch, pun intended. For someone else, though, that might be a true struggle and therefore a true choice. Then there are some struggles we don't have because they're too easy for us. Should I punch someone today? It has never, ever occurred to me until now. That's too easy a choice and therefore not a meaningful choice at all for me. For other people, that might well be a difficult question to answer. It's a critical part of their free will. Meaningful choices are the battlefront at which I struggle. Should I pray for an extra five minutes today or scroll through social media instead? That's a meaningful question for me to grapple with. With each positive choice that I struggle with and make, I subtly shift the battlefront over to the side of the positive, annexing new ground and making future positive choices easier. And with each negative choice that I struggle with and make, I shift the battlefront the other way, making negativity more accessible. This space is my window of choice, the place where free will is exercised. The goal over the course of a lifetime is to shift the window of choice further and further so that over time we become new and better people with new and better opportunities for choice. It is precisely this growth that happens via free will that is uniquely human, that we share with neither animal nor angel. In the Torah this week, we learn of a barley offering that was brought to the altar in the temple during the holiday of Passover. By contrast, seven weeks later, in conjunction with the holiday of Shavuot, we were taught to bring a wheat offering of two loaves of bread. Jewish wisdom explains that barley represents the food of animals, whereas wheat represents the food of humans. Only humans refine wheat, grind it, mix it, and bake it into bread. Symbolically, only humans take raw material and work on it, making it better than it is. Put differently, Only humans exercise free will to make themselves and situations better. During the seven weeks that the Jews journeyed from the holiday of Passover, when we were liberated from Egypt, and Shavuot, when we received the Torah, we needed to refine ourselves from slaves to the chosen nation. How were we to do that? This seven-week period is marked by seven characteristics, each of which we are supposed to devote a week to studying and refining. The characteristics are, one, kindness, working on ourselves to be more kind. Two, boundaries, teaching ourselves to restrain ourselves and create strength in our boundaries to protect ourselves and others. Three, balance, synthesizing kindness and boundaries to create a harmonious middle ground. 
Four, eternity, being willing to sacrifice short-term gain for the long-term. Five, beauty, being willing to focus on the here and now. Six, foundation, sexual maturity and responsibility. And seven, majesty, tapping into our royalty as the chosen nation and acting as an ambassador for Judaism. Through this rather intense program, we are in a sense journeying from barley to wheat, from animal to human, from a being guided by instinct and impulse to a being guided by moral choice, transformation, intelligence, and free will. Now, that's really important and really significant. What characterizes our essence as a human being is not being either an animal nor an angel, but specifically by using our human free will to journey from animal to human. But there's another important thing to consider. We still bring God the barley offering, animal food, in the temple. Why? Because we can serve God with both our animal selves and our human selves. Judaism never says we should eschew our primal animal lusts and desires. Instead, we should learn to refine them, to channel them, to use them for the good. Food, sex, money, these can all be tremendous forces for good, for connection, for showing love. And of course, we also serve God with our human selves, with our intelligence, with our higher selves, with ideologies and powers of transformation. So the question isn't really if we're animal or angel. The question is, if you were on that cruise ship, who would you really be? Would you truly be human? This is the Book of Life. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Ruchi again next time for more meaning and inspiration from Judaism's most important book to power your day with purpose. You're listening to a Momentum Podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.